0: Hello, everyone. Um, we're back with another episode of the I've Never Seen podcast. Uh, uh, Patrick is back with me, as usual. Say hello, Patrick.
1: I'm not going to say it this time because you expect it. But uh, I'm in a good mood because uh, we just watched yesterday's Enterprise, and that's probably my favorite episode. So
0: We did, and the commentary track for that will be up on the Patreon probably already by the time this comes out, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and I'm also joined by Jesse from the uh, Sudden But Inevitable podcast.
2: Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that that was the episode of Next Generation that you guys were just watching. And now I am a little bit jealous.
1: Uh, Go watch it yourself.
2: It's a, Yeah, I'm going to probably watch it as soon as we're done recording. I do have to say really quickly, just thank you, Sam and Patrick, for having me back. I had a blast the first time I was here, and I'm glad to be back with you guys. No, absolutely. You were a great guest, so we're, we're glad to have
0: you back. Um so, am something a little bit different today um obviously normally this podcast we go through a season of the show or a few episodes of the show we're not doing that today we have well some of us have spent weeks some of us have spent about 20 minutes um going through all of the characters from all of the main characters from the next generation and we're we've come up with who we would cast in the roles if the tng kelvin verse ever happens um which is going to get interesting because we're probably going to end up disagreeing with each other at some point during this um
1: well everyone's going to love all of my picks because they're perfect obviously
0: of and so are mine. so we must have the same picks that's really spooky lucky <laughs> but we'll, we'll kick things off straight away um with obviously with Jean-Luc Picard and Jesse since you're the guest do you want to tell us first who you do
2: you cast oh, wow. Uh no pressure right um <laughs> Let's see here okay so i this is this is difficult I, I mean i as a as a if if people if this is the first time you're meeting me I'm a, I'm a big trekkie i consider myself a big trekkie so to even approach this exercise has has a degree of difficulty about it that i think needs to be acknowledged right up front but moving past that you you have to find somebody for picard that can do so many things right you they have to be yeah. Respectable, they have to be respectful, they have to inspire other people to action in a way that doesn't feel forced, they have to be believable as highly intelligent, uh, very adaptable, you know, authoritative without being uh, unnecessarily curt. Um, there's so yeah, there's and 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 at the heart of everything, an explorer, right? Somebody who is a huge archaeology nerd who cares more about books than their hair to the point where <laughs> you know so it, there's a lot of things that you have to take into account in my opinion so i i picked jonathan majors um most recently of loki the loki television Ooh. series on disney plus and also okay. lovecraft country i when i saw his performance in loki i went who is this guy and i went you know, through all of my 100 streaming apps. And I said, I've seen this face somewhere before. Where have I seen this face? There it is. It's on HBO Max in Lovecraft Country. I binged that series over the course of about three days. And I am convinced that Jonathan Majors could play Jean-Luc Picard because this guy, and, and he could play him bald, by the way. But this guy has gravitas. He has the flexibility as an actor, I believe, to believably communicate all of those things that we listed he's 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 very fluid moment to moment with his emotional portrayals and i was very impressed with what i've seen from him so i you know not to draw a line in the sand so to speak but that's that's my picard i think all right no that's 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 throwing me that's
0: a really good pick actually um i i approach this in in Kind of a similar way, but I also, I didn't want to put too much thought into it. I wanted to sort of go with the first things that popped into my head. Um, I did look at a few like online fan casts and stuff like that just to get some ideas. Um, but in general, to me, when I think, who am I going to cast in the card? I'm thinking, A, British, B, bold as hell, <laughs> um, and has an authoritative gravitas, but without being, like, without seeming above everyone and to me the, the, the actor that I came up with for that was uh, Mark Strong Oh, um, I, definitely, okay, didn't okay. Just, I mean, definitely didn't just go with the first bold actor I thought of
1: <laughs> 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 I
0: think I mean my main exposure to him i think in a few things my main exposure to him was in the Kingsman films mm. um, and he is very sort of obviously he's not in charge but he's very sort of authoritative and knowledgeable but also a very caring character and a very sort of heroic character and
1: i think it, it that's interesting to me back. because he usually plays more authoritative and less heroic you're not, yeah. you're not wrong he is he is the perfect
0: british villain but i think he could also be a, a very good Picard.
1: for me he's
2: I, I really like him uh more than the other i don't want to say obvious pick but then the other like here's a authoritative bald actor right the stanley tucci pick um yeah. which is available i between the two i think i would definitely go mark strong personally oh, my um,
1: god that's not even a choice <laughs> but
2: i for me the the reason i bring him up is because there's something about about Mark Strong, that would make me think of Stanley Tucci personally if I were watching <laughs> him. I think now I haven't seen anything in from Mark Strong where he's like the lead actor, though, so that might be part of my issue. Do you know some, of something like that? Not off the top of my head, I'll admit.
0: That's that's a
2: good point. No, it, and it's it's not a criticism, it's just that I don't have a point of reference for that. No, that's that
1: Fortunately my picks have a series lead experience. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Okay, so my starting point for this is that Patrick Stewart is irreplaceable in the role of Picard in a way that William Shatner as Kirk simply is not. Um, and there's several reasons for that, really, that I don't need to go into all of them, but just even to me, the, the baldness, Like, I don't think that has to do with Picard. That has to do with Stewart. Um, And so I said, OK, well, what are the aspects of Picard that are not Patrick Stewart? Um, And I thought of the wonderful tongue in cheek uh, Twitter account, um, Picard management tips. (laughs) Uh, and realized, oh you know that's sort of fundamentally the thing about Picard that's different from every other space hero is Picard seems like he would be delightful to work for um, And so when I was thinking of that sort of like you know he's he's stern, but fundamentally he's an optimistic, expressive well, expressive in some ways in some circumstances person. Uh, and so where I went was, kyle mclaughlin really mm-hmm. from June 1984 yep and uh more relevantly uh twin peaks i mean for depending okay. on the generation
2: but yes that wow, that's an that pick is kind of blowing my mind that is not who i would have expected you to say at the end of that sentence
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like he no i'm not you know, well, he, you know, he he's versatile and he's got experience, but just, you know, even the other thing I was the role of his I was thinking of actually is as the mayor of Portland in Portlandia, which is essentially the same as as the role that Adam West took on in Family Guy. It's just <laughs> completely nuts, but nuts in like this fundamentally good hearted, good spirited way. And so a very I'm- different approach to leading I think is, is what he uh, is, what he personifies.
0: I'm I'm desperately sat here now trying to remember what it is that I know Carl McLaughlin from.
1: I have to,
2: I, and I have to ask because let me say, first of all, I agree with your premise that a hundred percent Picard cannot be replaced in the way that um, Kirk can, as far as actors go. But, do you, because the baldness is a thing that works because of Stewart, are we asking Kyle McLaughlin to play this bald or not?
1: <laughs> I mean, personally, I wouldn't.
2: <laughs> He's kind of. T-
1: <sighs> I mean, I think I think I the point the point of of the card being bald is that I'm not going to ask this actor to change what's on top of his head for the sake right. of the role. Right. That's an excellent point. I mean, think.
0: The issue I'm having with this one is that the only the only thing I know him from is he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for about half a season. Oh, as yeah, Chris yeah,
1: season two. I'd forgotten about that one, actually, but he's good in that, too. Yeah, he's great in that, but he's very much not Picard in that. <laughs> And that's not to say that he doesn't
0: have the range, but I, I've never seen him in anything else. So it's, oh, I wouldn't
1: expect him to play it necessarily anything like Patrick Stewart would play it. But when you think about it, Chris Pine isn't really trying to act like Shatner either. Um, uh,
2: I would actually disagree there. I think that Chris Pine is totally playing all of the Shatner bravado without the Shatner grease, which I guess you could ascribe to being the Kirk character, right? Like... Are you are you saying that he he gets at the fundamentals of the character without having to do a Shadner impression? Yes, gotcha. Okay.
1: Um, so yeah. then I said the only the only reason that I even for a moment uh, doubted my uh, my pick. Uh, was that I realized I was engaging in appropriation uh, because as much as the character of Picard is theoretically from France, he's actually from the United Kingdom, uh, and so then as, as what popped into my head as soon as I had that thought, and I just didn't analyze or break down in any other way because obviously, like it's there, Idris Elba,
0: yes, okay. yeah, that's, that's, I. I can't in any way criticize that. I completely agree.
2: I think that he could do it in in for for a lot of the same reasons that Jonathan Majors could do it. Um I think something about Idris Elba or Idris Elba, I don't know which is correct. I think it's Idris. Something about him is a little bit more like kinetically exciting than Picard, I think. For me personally. Pardon?
0: Uh, He's
2: much more uh, like a physical actor, I think. Yes, 100%. Also, I
1: will say about Jonathan Majors, I've only really seen him in Loki so far. I have no doubt that he's great. Um, This is more my issues. Um, I looked him up uh, and he's two years younger than me. And first of of all, I'm now going to bury myself in the earth. But second of all, I do think that a certain uh, age bracket is appropriate to uh, enforce for the character, unless it actually is like Kelvin Burst there in the Academy days
2: well see and i was thinking like as far as a pure uh dream cast goes and and i think to your point having seen him in loki you're right there wouldn't be anything there to indicate necessarily that range or the gravitas of an older actor but lovecraft country really impressed me that was the kind of thing that made me go he could be in a leadership role and i don't think specifically if if the people in the 24th century don't care if their leader is bald then they probably also don't care if he's you know looks younger but is I mean they could just say you know he's 50 or whatever and people <laughs> look better in the future yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so What's I, interesting,
1: actually, to bring up now that you mention that is that um, Stewart has consistently played um, a decade or more older in many <laughs> roles, but including Picard. Um, so it's it's been a famous fact that uh, in the modern day, Will Wheaton is older than Patrick Stewart was when he started on Next Gen. Yeah. Um, but also, right now in Picard, he's in his eighties playing in his nineties.
2: And okay, and how could cool it be to have that dune connection patrick stewart was in dune kyle mclaughlin was in
1: dune like it that... was not lost on me
2: let's just let's just recast this with people from 1984 well okay. you're
1: gonna so... be really you're gonna be really amused to hear my uh pick for Riker, <laughs> though but oh, yeah.
0: so um, i i put these questions into a survey that i popped out on the uh, on the twitter account as well um and we had a handful of responses um now, when we were discussing this just before you came on, Jesse, I was discussing this with Patrick. I mentioned that there were two picks that I thought were very obvious picks. And Patrick didn't know what they were. Oh,
2: so I'm the, first now, they obvious, or? the first one is James McAvoy. Yes,
1: yeah, so oh, three different people I, said James Okay, McAvoy. that's too obvious. Don't make yeah, that boy, oh, make oh, that boy shave his head again. No, I agree <laughs> that it's too <laughs> obvious. <laughs> that's what it well, is obvious. obvious. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, yeah it, and then, respondents, and three of them said McAvoy. And mm-hmm. then the other five said Tom Hardy.
0: Uh, only one of them yeah. said Tom Hardy, but that is the one I was thinking of, yeah. Mm.
2: Well, uh, she, of them, like, Tom Hardy anymore probably couldn't do it. No, right. probably not. Wait, um, what do you mean? He's well, enormous now. And he I, I don't know that his voice still has the ability to sound as soft as it did when he played no. Jinzon. Mm. Um, but
0: other than that, I mean, uh, one person said Mark Strong, so I'm vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said Robert Pattinson, which is, I mean, I, huh. I- was I can see hesitant that. when he was cast as Batman. I'd be even more
1: hesitant if he was
0: cast
2: as Picard. <laughs> I would be willing to give his Picard a chance if I like his Batman movie. <laughs> like, that's,
1: And I, yeah. I think that's definitely like a baby Picard choice, too. Yeah this is he's this, in the academy mm-hmm. academy days yeah
0: Definitely. and then, so then there's two more and I don't watch a huge amount of television so these might be really famous actors I don't know who they are so one of you two is either going to have to tell me who they are or google them um, uh, but Carrie Pay- Payton, no nope. oh
1: okay uh, he's a he's a voice actor um he plays a uh, aqualad which is a very important character on young justice so I can Oh yeah, with that character I can absolutely see it. Um I just don't know what his uh, live action resume looks like. That's very fair.
0: And the other one, oh, I, he's I'm been in going... the Walking
1: Dead according to IMDb. I don't watch that show. No, don't Um the the other one, I'm going I'm going
0: to pronounce this wrong and I apologize in advance. Hiam Abbas or Abbas? Hiam Abbas? H I A M and then B A S.
1: I A M. Uh okay, um Oh okay I have She was in Blade Runner 2049 um, And many other films I have not seen uh, <laughs> So I am not prepared To render a judgment I thought I recognized her When he, when she came up But I was thinking of someone else I was thinking of the woman From The Expanse
0: Right mm. um, And then actually I've just remembered So one person didn't respond On the poll They responded As a tweet um, and for Picard, uh, they gave Anton Lesser.
1: Don't know then. Why is either. that too
0: familiar? They, they included a picture of him, and I definitely recognize him. And I definitely can see what they're getting, what they're going he, for there.
1: He was in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean's. Oh, he's Kyburn on Game of Thrones. That'd be a uh, weird. That'd be a weird association.
0: I yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's well, it's an interesting choice at the very least. Huh.
1: Well, he's a Shakespearean, according to his bio. Well, there you go. That makes a lot of sense then.
0: Um, but yeah, so those are those are our picks for Picard and I'm sure half the audience have turned off already in disgust. But we'll we'll move on.
2: Uh, no, to, hopefully they've picked a horse to back for the rest of the race. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do that. We'll have to have a poll at the we'll end.
1: Have to pull at the end
0: because that's had the best cast overall. Um, but so we'll move on to. Uh Riker next, I think, is probably the obvious pick. Um And I'll, I'll go first on this one, because I'll be honest, this is the one that I spent the least time on. I just picked <laughs> someone that I saw a lot on fan casts and stuff like that when I was researching this. Uh I just went with Henry Cavill.
2: <laughs> he's he's a beautiful man. He's got the right uh chin. I think he's got yes. the right ability to grow facial hair. He's got the right eye, <laughs> uh, eye line oh, yeah. and... Uh, depth of of stare. Absolutely,
0: I will say there is one pick when we get to the um, what the uh, fans, I guess, what the followers said. There's one pick that I think is probably a better pick. So, it, like, if I was doing this again, I would change to that. But for this list, yeah, Henry
1: Cavill was my pick. I mean, Henry Cavill is exceptional. Uh, your recent poll, notwithstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, if nothing else, he has kryptonite-proof chest hair,
2: and if I'm not mistaken, he's a self-professed nerd slash geek.
1: Oh my god,
2: he's on both sides of that.
1: Apparently, he made sure to play all of the Witcher games again during the last hiatus for The Witcher.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, he's a huge
1: gamer. I I mean, there's like he builds his own PCs
0: and
2: stuff. He's okay. So I. I, I like that pick. It's difficult to, to pick something about it that would be uh,
1: bad, I
2: think. Or, I mean, a, uh, a if detriment.
1: Th- the only thing I can possibly think of is it's a bit like uh, giving an ant a suntan with a magnifying glass. Like, <laughs> Boy, it's you too big. Well, I'm, it just, he, he could do it in his sleep for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> but-
2: That might be good. You want a strong, confident actor standing next to Jonathan Majors on the bridge. If (laughs) there's standing next to Mark Strong, you mean? Whomever. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who did you who did you pick, Jesse? Uh, So I uh, this is actually one that I spent a not a lot of time on, also because partially because I. I didn't want to cast somebody for their beard, if that makes sense. Like I didn't want to be like, "Hey, this guy can grow a beard" because that's the easy way to go. And There's always and, spirit gum. Well, and to me, the Riker character is just a I don't know, he's very the actor is pretty replaceable. I love Jonathan Frakes to death. I think that he elevates that character. Um, but the character I would argue doesn't necessarily require elevation. I'm very happy that we got it. And I, I think next generation as a whole is better for it. But if the show just had like, you know, any first officer, I think it might be okay because Voyager mm. was okay. <laughs> um <but laughs> Ouch. So if you um computer bring up a picture of Zach Efron with a beard. <laughs> okay. And, and if in that photo, he happens to also have frosted tips. Disregard the frosted tips.
1: <laughs> what you think Riker wouldn't have frosted
2: tips? This, I he might, but I don't want I don't want the fans listening to hate my version of this show already. So <laughs> just look up a picture of him with a beard and look at the man's eyes. Okay. We know this kid has range. He was in a high school musical. He's played serial killers. I haven't watched any of it, but sure, he's been lauded for both. So <laughs> I know that he has talent. I have. I have yet to partake in any of Zach Efron's talent, but my wife assures me that Zach Efron could pull off Riker, and he would look pretty fine doing it. See, my issue, my issue with this is that if we if we take the. the
0: seminal, absolutely perfect, definitely not awful movie, 17 again, as truth, uh, then Zac Efron, as he ages, is going to start looking more and more like Matthew Perry. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure he, he played the young version of Matthew Perry's Oof. character in that film, and I'm not sure how I feel about that.
1: Oof, I, That's an interesting...
2: My, my only I don't want to say
1: mismatch, because that sounds rude, but I, it was a
2: choice. <laughs> That's for sure. You know what? Let's put it this way. Matthew Perry probably there is probably a version of him that ages really gracefully right like and it's not his like i'm not going to begrudge anyone how they age because obviously that's something they have no control over but there's probably a version of him that made slightly different choices in his past you know or something i don't know uh so could you
1: be any less of an addict but my exactly
2: (laughs) my literal only defense for this pick is look up a picture of zach run with the beard And tell me he doesn't kind of look like Will Riker staring directly
1: into your soul. Sure. (laughs) I I, I refuse. (laughs) All right. All right. Y'all ready for this? No. So uh, my process for this was actually very brief, but I think for a different reason than yours was because uh, this person popped into my mind for Worf, and you'll see why in a minute. And then I was like, you know, no, that's 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 too straightforward. That's really cliche. What if? And then I went, oh, because I think this obviously would work for Worf, but I think it's a superior pick for Riker in the way I think of Riker. Uh, Jason Momoa.
2: Oh, that okay. is my wharf pick. Spoiler alert! Oh, oops. <laughs> no, it's sure. one of those things. I like, almost was mine as well. <laughs> he has to. He has to make this cast right. Like we <laughs>
1: somewhere in this. <laughs> well, cast, dune again. will exist. Well, so. He's not actually um, in my list. But I mean, so the things about Riker that are the most unique, and I mean, I love all. I love all aspects of Riker. I really enjoy that character. Um, but the things that make him the most unique on the surface are one, he is the size of a truck. Yes. Inside yeah. of a house, uh, yes. and two, he's from the wilderness, like he's from Alaska. He's literally a mountain man, and that that edge that is never quite all the way filed off is, I think, a good fit there. I,
0: I mean, that's that's an inspired pick, and I I completely agree. My only issue would be if I were watching him as Riker. I would just
2: see Ronan mm. from Stargate. Here's, here's the question. I think too, too close. I think here's how you test a Riker pick. Okay. Imagine yourself in a bar, and you're alone, and you're drinking. You're not sad. You're having a good day. You're just by yourself having a drink, and this person comes up to you and starts flirting with you, okay? And they say something along the lines of, I never knew eternity could look so beautiful. And you say, excuse me. And then he gestures towards the stars behind you and says, eternity. I never looked, I never knew that it could look so beautiful. Now, you know, this is Riker. Okay. If this person is looking into your eyes and just waiting for you to say yes, because let's be honest, Riker lives for the yes. Like his, (laughs) like consent is his kink. Right. So let's, picture these two guys so if zach efron is staring at you flirting with you with a beard how how effective is that and then picture jason momoa staring at you delivering a line to me jason momoa the line comes across cheesy that's just me i was gonna say
0: i I don't think momoa could deliver that line non-sarcastically oh oh i don't oh
1: uh, see i don't agree i think he's I mean, I, you know, I've seen him in things where he's very, he's very sincere, which is not the same as not being cheesy. I think it's (laughs) cheesy, but works. And like, yes, I can speak for me and arguably my spouse and (laughs) Jason, Jason's the one we're going home with. Good enough. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, fair enough. We had, we had a, a lot more, um, a lot more diversity in the uh, polls no no actual repeats from anyone which is interesting Ooh. so um i'm gonna start off with the one that i said was the one that i would have picked if i'd thought of it and it might be i don't know whether this is going to be a controversial take or not but i just really love the actor and i'm mad that i didn't get him in
1: my cast and that's Brandon Ruth. Ooh, see that's really funny because I was just reflecting. We've got two members of the Justice League already, and now we've got we're expanding into the CW verse. Yeah, apparently, I'll just, we'll,
0: just we'll, we'll Riker. We'll talk about more in a
1: minute. <laughs> Riker, Riker is Superman, is what I have to conclude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I'm going to
0: pick the ones that I've heard of first. Going through this, so um, Oscar Isaac was another pick. Good pick. Sure. Uh, yeah. They're basing that, I think, mainly on looks. He's not that dissimilar looking. I don't think is he, but uh Donald Glover. Hmm.
2: I don't know I what guess, to make of yeah. that. No. I mean, it's he's too. I could see where they're coming from with like the nerd cred and the sincerity factor, but he's too goofy, like in in the most respectful way. No yeah, comment. No, I, I completely agree. Um. And then Zachary Levi
1: Oh, okay, Shazam
2: We're in the Justice League again Timmy, yeah. that, that feels like obvious in the way That, that I don't know But I, It's not a bad pick But it does feel like it maybe an obvious pick It's it's
0: a pick, yeah um, I'm at the point where I'm having to Google names as I'm doing this now uh, So Christopher
2: Abbott
1: mm, Don't, able don't able know that, that, that one either
2: awesome. Don't know that one, yeah
1: Let me I'm Google putting solutions. it in I'm trying written, to find
2: the um, best Zac Efron picture to make my case with on Twitter. Um, I'm looking at
0: uh, Christopher Rabbit's films and I don't recognize a single one of them, so this might be quite a...
1: Yeah, I just haven't seen him in anything. It. Oh, yeah, he, was a, he was in Girls, but I don't remember Girls very well. Almost the only thing <laughs> I remember from Girls is Adam Driver because he transcends almost everything don't he says. Because he's,
0: because he's Adam Driver. Yeah. Um, I won't read all of these out because there's quite a few, but um, the last one that I wanted to highlight, which was the one that was, again, not on the poll, but on the clear. Um, I don't know if either of you two have going forward, and I can't actually remember if I have either, but at this, up to this point, at least, we've not considered the concept of switching characters' genders at all.
1: This, um, there are several instances on my list, and that's all I'll say. There we go. Yeah, same, same.
0: Um, I can't actually remember if I've got any, but um, I definitely didn't for Riker, obviously. But the one that was given here for Riker was Saran Jones.
1: Saran?
0: I can see. How do you spell that? Uh, S-U-R-A-N-N-E.
1: Okay. Might be another that I'm just not familiar with. Yeah, to me, I think...
0: And I may be way off the mark with this, but... um, to me, this gave me the same sort of vibes as casting um, uh, uh, Keely Hawes, a similar sort of actress. Which hmm. um, it's, inter- it's an interesting thing; I could see it working. But yes, yeah, so, so that, that's our, that's our Riker picks. Um, I think I'm just going down the list in the order that I've written them here, so I apologise for each around a lot, but uh, <laughs> I did mention that uh, we would touch on the CW again, and we're going to do that now because uh, for Worf, I picked David Ramsey. Mm -hmm. who, If you're familiar with CW, uh, he played uh, John Diggle. Oh, okay. um, Who eventually becomes a Green Lantern, but then they never made the show, so. (laughs) Um, I mean, I love Diggle. I absolutely adore Diggle. Uh, I... I struggled with Worf. I think because a lot of what I was doing was based on actors' looks, and that's a lot harder when you've got that much sort of prosthetics and stuff on. Um, and I did almost go with Momoa for this one, but I think I saw an advert think, for one of the CW shows, and I thought, I, I just thought, no, yeah, David David Ramsey to me.
1: Yeah, free is, free association. Yeah.
0: Um, but but also getting more of the of the sort of DC actors in there. All
2: right. Um, um
0: I, mean, I mean, we already we already know who this went with because we revealed we revealed that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, true. And Jason Momoa, I think, with this with Warf, it's because we know that he can pull off the uh, respectable warrior who's very. <clears throat> embedded in the culture and is you know all about their their how their personality is tied to that culture we know that he can pull that off we know that he can pull it off in a believable way that doesn't feel cheesy and you know with a with a fake culture like that we know that he can put in the work to learn the language and that he would speak that with some serious oomph behind it and i just i think he would be i think he could do this now if, if I had to for example pick a, a another character you know another person to fill in here um I don't know I the the first thing that came to my mind was excuse me the first thing that came to my mind was uh Jamila Jamil who's going to be uh, titania in the new She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> Just because you know, if if Jason Momoa is the obvious pick, then to me she is the opposite. The of least the obvious, obvious. yeah. But I I do think Momoa could could pull it off, and I think she could too.
1: All right, yeah. Well, when I when I went went back to Wharf after my revision, um, aside from just talent, which is always the first thing, um, I think what I was looking at was size again. Um, and also, uh, you know, just as homage to Michael Dorn, I wanted to stay, uh, African, African-American, uh, and I went with, uh, Winston Duke. Ooh, great pick. Yeah, I'm going to have to do this one. Oh, he, he's, uh, M'Baku in, uh, Black Panther. Uh, very, okay. yeah. very imposing. That's,
0: yeah, that's, that's a really good pick, actually. <laughs> but, I'm on board with that.
2: Consider that you're going to spend most of your time with this character, seeing him get undercut. So, like, is that really something we want to do to Winston Duke?
1: Well, you know, you realize that stopped happening in Deep Space true, Nine. Hundred <laughs> percent fair. It's
2: hundred percent fair. You're right. It we know where he's him. going. Yes, it only took him. He he paid his dues. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm looking at the polls for what the uh, sort of listeners. Thought. um one person ag- agreed there with Winston duke uh three people picked Jason Momoa, so uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe not maybe not the obscurest pick um yeah daniel daniel Kaluuya was thrown out
1: oh well yeah which,
0: which was another person i think i considered her uh, I, I think we considered for that role actually that. i ended up not having it in there um who else have we got uh, alicia Vikander?
1: Oh, that's, oh, that's, an, that's, uh, that's another outside pick.
0: Yeah, um, Ken Young, which again, very, very sort of uh, left field pick at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then a couple that, of actors I've not heard of. That, that probably makes it a different show. Oh
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, the, the other two picks are actors I've not heard of: uh, Mechad Brooks and uh david i'm gonna
1: mispronounce this again i apologize david are you Lowo? oh oh okay um he's uh he recently played uh martin luther king right okay and you know just just very talented uh, uh my he my personal uh connection is he's he's agent Callus on star wars rebels so the, oh, okay. the voice the voice is incredible on him <laughs>
0: That's a show that I still need to get around to watching Which is a shame because I really love Clone Wars So I don't know why I haven't seen it But
1: Well I can talk about that show all day So I'm just going to like put a pin in it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Save it for another podcast maybe mm-hmm. um, So again going down the list The next one that I uh, cast was uh, Beverly Crusher And okay. uh, Patrick I think we'll let you go first on this one
1: uh, Well that's good actually because this is Probably the most screamingly obvious of any of my picks. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's,
0: I mean, I'm going to come right out the gate and say that multiple people mentioned her in the poll.
2: Did any of us not pick somebody based on their hair? No, no, I'm I'm pretty sure we've
1: all picked gingers. (laughs) To be fair, it's amazing hair. And ginger representation is important, too. Uh,
2: Which is great, because she was wearing a wig for
1: like 90%. Who cares? Yeah, that's why she's she's suddenly a blonde in first contact. 100% agree.
2: Uh, I do agree that ginger representation is important, especially in science fiction, because they are a dwindling uh, group, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yes, I
2: think. But Bryce Dallas Sorry. Howard can act. I mean, that's a that's a great pick because if you're you need somebody who can stand across from Picard and hold their own in scenes with whoever you put in that role, right? So I think Bryce Dallas Howard is an excellent choice.
1: And then I wonder if I don't think I realized it at the time, but but now I am. I wonder if I was I was skewed by um. You see, Bryce How- Dallas Howard, of course, her directing career is taking off, and Gates McFadden was. Uh, was not a director ever i don't think but she was a choreographer um she was actually the choreographer of labyrinth under her other working name uh cheryl mcfadden oh okay i wonder if that was subconsciously influencing me that they had another hollywood specialty
2: (laughs) (laughs) that would be that would be a fun uh prerequisite like whatever actor or actress you pick has to have a it has to be known. Probably
1: something else. Got to be the dancing doctor, yeah. Yeah. and and we know she can outrun an, uh, a T Rex on heels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. She, well, I think it, I mean, that's, that movie doesn't exist. Let's be real. Oh, I, I like it. You mentioned there that we need someone who can stand up to the card and someone who's quite vocal, um, and I think I I, I took that to. I was going to say it was Logical Extreme. I don't think this is a logical pick in the slightest. And um, also sort of drew from other franchises that I'm
2: uh, quite a fan of. And I ended up with Karen Gillen. Oh, oh wow. Well. Nice. <laughs> That's who my wife suggested, actually, as well. That's not oh, okay. who I picked, but that is who my wife suggested.
1: Yeah, I you know, she, I, I forget she's... that she didn't really uh, shave her head and, and dye her skin blue. So, yeah.
2: Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> you no, know, even if she did. Oh, wait no I think she did actually shave her head right yeah, he her head. <laughs> I she, think she did pull crush her off with blue and orange I mean sure sure
0: yeah
2: sure more alien representation in the group <laughs> but no I
0: think I was drawing predominantly from her role in Doctor Who for this she's,
1: she's of course
0: sassy and aggressive and I, I I think she did quite a good form especially with obviously going back to my picture because the card being Mark Strong I think they'd, they'd be quite a, a, a a bit of bickering between those two would be quite fun to watch I think
1: mm-hmm. yeah definitely you can see that yeah. so
0: it's uh, uh, Jesse who was who was yours
2: so this this pick I like this pick but I'm suddenly like maybe I should have used this pick for data but I'll I'll put this pick out there and then I'll make a final decision but um <clears throat> there's a danish actress named amanda collins who is she plays mother on a show called raised by wolves uh mother is a is an android whose job it is to raise human children on a on a brand new planet and she much like the data character i think this is why i didn't pick her for data because it would be too obvious she is inhuman she's a, you know trying to be human um and throughout the course of that show that i have seen so far she's she's expressing a lot of emotions as so, as a being that wasn't programmed with emotions um but she has this very uh uh striking presence about her which i think is something that gates mcfadden has and i think that's part of what you know, combined with her acting chops, that's part of what makes her so uh, able to share the screen with, with Picard. So for me, Amanda Collins, I think having seen her dramatic abilities, Mm. I think she would be great across the screen from him. She, I don't believe she's a natural redhead, but the, in the role in raised by wolves, she's got like a buzz cut. She kind of looks like Annie Lennox, honestly, but she's got a buzz cut with like orange hair. And
1: yeah, I'm um, I'm looking at her picture
2: now. Yeah. Yeah. So so knowing that they could just give her a wig, and I mean, look at the bone structure on her face, and she's she's very uh, forceful with her emotions when she's, uh, from what I have seen. So I think Amanda Collins is my Doctor Beverly Crusher. So
0: that's a fair pick. I, I I've not come across it myself, but looking at the pictures of her in the role, I, I can definitely see see the sort of logic there. Okay. Um, All right. Looking at the looking at the polls quickly, um, Bryce Dallas Howard obviously comes up a couple of times. Karen Gillan was actually also mentioned by someone else. So um <laughs> i there. Uh, someone suggested uh, Rose Byrne. Oh, cool. which is an interesting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I see it. Um, we and then again, it's, it's names that I don't recognise. I think i just just. Um, well, well, one just actually, uh, someone suggested Helen Mirren, well, which I think would be a very hmm. decent show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: that's the same that might be who... that would be
1: a solid uh, Pulaski. Yeah, I can see that
0: actually. Um, and then uh, names that you might recognize, I don't. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, oh,
1: Nicole I know Rebecca Byer. Ferguson. She's, I mean, <laughs> she's she's very good. Um, she was in. Uh, she was. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Irene in the the Hollywood Sherlock Holmes.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, I and I, oh, and I think she was also yeah. She was also just in Dune. She was um. She was Jessica. I've not, I've not seen the new Dune. Yet, she was yeah, very I,
2: good.
0: Another one that I need to go and see. <laughs> oh, I,
1: th- I think I got my Rebecca's mixed up, but she's the she's the one in Dune. <laughs> she's right. Okay. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. So. Moving on from from Beverly, I think on straight on to Wesley Crusher um, is the next logical step. Um, and Jesse, do you want to lead on this one?
2: I th- this one is going to be the chalk answer that everybody answered in your poll that everybody okay. immediately thinks of when they're like, OK, who's a popular kid actor that I could love to hate and might be kind of whiny and nerdy and easy to watch but you know kind of depending on the day and the mood that i'm in and that's finn wolfhard i mean that's that's the easiest answer i think um i i will confess i don't know a bunch of working young actors right now outside of the stranger things cast so I, this is the issue i was having
0: as well I didn't yeah, have a it.
2: it's difficult for me to pick somebody my wife suggested a a kid named uh, i believe his name is Justin Buchanan, give me 1 minute. He he's from uh the new um uh, what's the, what's the karate show? Uh Cobra Kai. He's the oh. uh, from oh. the new Cobra Kai series.
1: Okay, I don't know which one he is, but like everyone in that show is boss. Tanner Buchanan.
2: Tanner Buchanan is the kid's name. He plays Robbie Keane in in uh oh yeah. Uh, Cobra he could Kai. Do it. So, she picked him out. Uh I, I trust her pick there because I again no frame of reference the only thing i could think of was i think i i think that kid from stranger things is named finn wolfhard now <laughs> of the stranger things cast i i prefer gaten matarazzo personally as an actor but i don't know that he would fit the role of wesley super great yeah and i mean so, i mean you're not wrong three people yeah. picked him so so, <laughs> so yeah i think for my final answer i i have to go finn wolfhard
0: Oh, sorry. I I I had the same issue as you with this one. I don't I don't know many young actors. Um, I actually ended up with uh, well two picks. One of them is my pick, and then I've got a sort of honourable mention for this one as well. Both of them are people who I feel like probably are a little older now, but were kid actors when I used to consume enough TV to know who kid actors were. Um, so the one I ended up going with was uh, Will Poulter. Um, oh. I like he that was. Pic. He was in um, in the Narnia films. He was it. He's just been cast in something
2: recently that I thought was a really odd casting. I can't remember what it was. He's going mm-hmm. to be Adam Warlock in James That's Gunn's Guardians one. of right. the Galaxy Volume Three, which That's was the, right. at the end of the second I, movie. I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> but he. <laughs> bro- if you go look at a photo of him now, he has. It looks like he has known that he should be getting ready for this role for a little while.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Fair enough. But then my my honourable
0: mention again, someone who's potentially a little older now, um, was Asa Butterfield. Oh Um,
1: yeah, he's uh, I I, I thought mm -hmm. of him actually just now when y'all were talking. He's uh, the lead on sex education. Yes, he is. I I
0: invited him in the BBC show Merlin. Um, Hmm. He was uh, Mordred in that. Um, I I, I struggled with this one, (laughs) I'm going to be honest.
1: Okay, well... I started from the idea that this was briefly considered during production, but long enough to make it in one of the story Bible drafts um, of Leslie Crusher. Yeah. And then I decided, oh, well, you know, what kind of symbolizes that shift? And I thought of young trans women actors and I actually don't know that many, but the one that I know is excellent. uh, Nicole Maines.
0: Okay, I'm not sure if I'm familiar. I'm just googling.
1: She's in Supergirl, but I haven't seen her in Supergirl. I've seen her in Bit, which is a oh. vampire movie where she's the lead
0: yes she's the she's the one who's like they they, they made a big deal of like the first trans superhero thing,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: no I, yeah, I can see that.
1: I mean, she looks, she's, you know, with the dark hair and eyes and, you know, she's fairly young. But I, w- I wasn't thinking so much of it being like a literal child. Um, no,
0: well, well, she's 24, to be fair.
1: So, yeah, so I was I was ha- I was happy with that.
0: I mean, a, a couple of people in the poll went with it, went sort of the Leslie Crusher route. Um, and again, I'm having to Google names because these are na- I, all of these names. I'm like, I know the name. I don't know who they are. Um, but one of the one of the picks for the Leslie Crusher role was uh, McKenna Grace.
1: McKenna Grace. I'm, at, I'm sure
0: I recognise her, and I don't know what's from. She's
1: uh, in the new
0: Ghostbusters movie, I believe. She is in the new Ghostbusters movie, you know. not um, She was in Young Sheldon, if anyone, I don't think anyone watched that. <laughs> uh,
1: no. Oh.
0: She was in Captain Marvel.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, but
0: uh-huh. then, so... There I'm, a, I'm other... looking
1: at her and just I'm not familiar but that's fine <laughs> that's fair but then the She's... other the
0: other Leslie Crusher pick that we had um, which is a, it's an inspired pick but it very much relies on knowledge of going back again to Doctor Who because I don't know if this actress has actually been in anything else do and it links in actually to my uh, pick um, it actually links in quite nicely to my pick for uh, Beverly because uh, obviously I pick Karen Gillan in do you recall at the beginning and also at the very end of season five of Doctor Who, there is an actress, a young actress called Caitlin Blackwood, who plays young Amy Pond.
1: Oh, the, and they turn out to be cousins in real life. Yes. Yeah. And they didn't even know that at the time. Yeah, is- no, yeah, that's obviously a great, great link. Um,
0: but yeah, that, so the person who suggested that didn't say Karen Gillan for, um, for Beverly, but I think that, Ties in quite nicely with my
1: pick there, so I think I'd almost change to that one. <laughs> Got it. But yeah. Um, other than that,
0: um, again, it's a load of names I don't recognise. I don't know young actors. um <laughs> Jaden Martell. No. Uh, no. Sch-
2: no. Noah Schnapp. is that one oh, of oh. The Stranger Things kids?
1: Yes, that is, and that's a good that's a good pick Jaden Martell was it uh, oh. Yeah, J-A-E. oh Oh, J with a J A E yeah he was in he was in it yeah these are all people who have co-starred with Finn Wolfhard in, <laughs> in nerd projects anybody who's been
2: Stranger Things or anything with a kid from a thing <laughs> of Stranger Things you can yes. play Wesley
1: well and <laughs> he was he was the literal uh, Nazi child masturbating in the bathroom from Knives Out <laughs> I, think that I still need him... to see that. I might watch that tonight. <laughs> I think that makes him the right
2: pick for Wesley. I mean, actually, it's because I'm looking at a picture of him, and he looks a lot like Will Wheaton, so I think I think he's a good pick. Fair enough. Sure, sure. We'll move on to someone who, hopefully, the
0: names will be a bit more familiar, because moving on to the uh, well, not older, but adult characters. Um, and the next one I've got was Geordie LaForge. And um, This was another one that I wasn't really sure on. I think going through this has made me examine just how few black actors I'm familiar with, which is not a great thing, but I I really struggled with this. And in the end, I ended up picking Michael B. Jordan.
2: Well, you know what I think is cool about that, Sam, is that that's very Star Trek. Like Mm -hmm. that's kind of, that's the sort of thing that Star Trek would have you do. Right. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, Michael B. Jordan can act his freaking ass off. Like, oh, like, a great, <laughs> Your um, a great microphone's choice. playing up to actually. Jesse. I don't know if it's... I'll give me one moment. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> Sometimes that happens when I lean too far to one direction or the other.
1: All right. Well... I went with a certified short king with nerd credentials. Uh, Donald Glover. That's a good pick. That's fair. I think he's he's
2: coming up a lot on this list, and I think, quite fairly. Um, but yeah, I, I completely see that. Well, there's also the community connection there, right? So I don't know if if, if you guys have watched community, but oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the main thing I know
1: I'm from for me
2: that makes that an inspired pick and i think that's a really good choice and yeah he's got the nerd cred and
1: Oh my gosh. I just, I see, I wasn't even thinking of this, but yeah, the, when he goes, when he meets LeVar. Yeah. No, I literally, that was not in my head when I came up (laughs) with that, but of course
2: (laughs) I thought that's what you meant when I was like the community connection you're like, Oh yeah, totally. Like, Oh, I was just bluffing. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, he was in community, so you didn't need to bluff much, but yeah. So he meets LeVar Burton over the course of that show and has like just this meltdown, but we know that he's able to play the socially awkward, mm-hmm. if if not overly sincere character, you know, and I, that's well, a yeah. really good
1: pick. There actually is a community connection on my list, which of course you can't see with another choice that I made. So you'll you'll see what that means when we get there.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, Jesse, who, who is your one? Uh, so my pick for Jordy, I I tried to. For this character in particular, I went, how do I keep the same image of Jordy, but make Jordy better, right? We want him to be a little bit more respectable as a person. He's funny. It's, it's, it's easy to identify with him. But the problem with Jordy is that all the things we identify with in that character are all the worst parts of ourselves. So we, we want him to be just a little bit more smooth, a little bit less creepy and a little bit like just more like adroit of of what's you know going on and and so for me the way to and i'm i gotta admit i'm using a series long view of Jordy here it, it's not entirely just a one and two you know seasons one and two which i know sam is where you're at but um for me i think the way to imbue Jordy with more gravitas respectability is to have him be played by lakeith stanfield uh Lakeith Stanfield oh. was in that movie Get Out, which I actually have not seen, but I've heard nothing but positivity about. And he was also for in for my money, he was the one good part of Netflix's live action Death Note adaptation. He played L. And I thought that was a bit of inspired casting because it was not who I would have picked to play that character. And he really shone um strong in a movie that was just full of garbage um but everything that he's in if you go look him up he's he's highly
1: lauded very well respected well, he, he was the star of sorry to bother you yes like and that's a big part he
2: and the and i the reason i point out um the netflix film that i saw him in is because i think it's probably the worst thing he's ever been in and he was <laughs> still amazing so like the the point is that i think you know on a star trek show sometimes you're going to you're going to be in less than ideal circumstances for production so you want a character that's able to or an actor that's able to make their character shine regardless um so laKeith Stanfield is my jordy laforge
1: so i Adam. made i made a big swing but i'm i'm cutting in because i think i started from a similar premise that i wanted a non binary actor um, and one that I'm familiar with and that I've seen recently, um, and they're they're young, but they've they just did a big movie, um, Bridget Lundy Payne.
0: Okay, I'm definitely gonna have to Google that one. Well, on. I'll,
1: I'll I'll drop it in the chat. Uh, they most recently played Billy Ted's daughter in Bill and Ted Face the Music.
0: Oh, okay. I, I, thats another film that I really need to see. Um, um, no, yeah, I, I, I see that though. Looking, looking at the pictures at the very least. Yeah, you know, I think, <laughs> you, know,
1: you can because by inevitably with these, you're going to end up with with really established people, and in in the real world, you'd be making some big swings, and they're yeah. not—they're not an unknown, but. I like the idea of bringing in someone without like a huge pedigree for data and just like, and just creating something, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is the thing. It's, it's, it's great to have these left field choices. It it doesn't make for the best content because this is now just 10 minutes of us going, who's that? (laughs) um,
2: I completely agree. um, Jesse, your one. So my the the first name I wrote down for data I think I'm gonna change, but I did write down Will Poulter, uh, the same name <laughs> that I've already heard. I there's something about how pale that kid is naturally. I think that is like he he can just I've seen him pull off being the outsider and you know not really knowing how to act. Uh, he was great in We're the Millers. What you gonna do about eyebrows? Um, so I just I, I I like that kid's the talent, and I think he would fit, but. As I've sat here and thought about it more, I think for data, I'm actually I let me make sure that I can say this almost correctly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh
1: David Dust Oh yes. Yes. Is that, that's... is that how you say his last name? Oh, I understand who you mean anyway. <laughs> yeah, so
2: he most recently, of course, has been in uh, the new Dune movie. He played one of the uh, Mentats, the Mentat for uh, House Harkonnen, if I'm not mistaken. And sure, but he's he, Polka Dot Man. Yes, David Dazman Halkian, yeah. that's, that's how you say it. Yes, uh, Polka Dot Man from the Suicide Squad. I actually first saw him way back in the day on an American television show called The League. Where he played a mortician who, for one episode, was being bribed with unconventional homemade pornography. And <laughs> if that's not culture specific, I don't know what it is, but as soon as you go look at a picture of him, you go, oh, yeah, I can see like he, he's the perfect guy <laughs> for that role, which is weird, right? But something about this guy, right? He's got the otherness down, he just has that down. Well, it's the, yeah. the uncanny and valley. Yeah, and and the eyes, I think, really lend themselves well to the character of Data. I think that David would pull this off. Uh, I think he would knock it out of the park. Uh, that's, that's my pick for Data.
0: That plays in quite nicely to what we were saying earlier as well about having actors from superhero films because he's been in so bloody many of them. <laughs> Obviously, obviously he was uh, Polka Dot Man. He was in The Dark Knight. He was in uh, the Ant-Man films. He was in the Flash TV show. He's done a lot of superhero acting. I think there's a weirdly high amount of crossover with sort of actors who've done superhero and then fan casting them in sci-fi.
2: Well, and uh, yes, and I think that's a natural bridge for folks to cross. But specifically and surprisingly, I think with The Suicide Squad, we saw that he can play... Uh, somebody trying to contain their emotions which mm-hmm. would fit yeah. great with a character who is you know told they don't have any but totally does but is you know attempting to be more human I I, I feel like it's almost an easy pick at this point to pick dust malkin well, that's that's fair I I'm convinced on that one I'll be honest I, I would change my pick <laughs> hey
0: <laughs> um yeah I mean looking at the positive this one a lot more recognizable names, I'll be honest. Um, on the poll, Joseph Gordon Levitt uh, was thrown out a couple times, Rami Malik a couple times, uh, mm. Tom Hiddleston a couple times, Domino Gleason. Yep. Um, and what was the other one? Bear with me And to be uh, clear,
2: oh, and, I think those are all great picks because mm-hmm. they have the right physicality and,
1: and, and talent and presence.
2: Yeah. I think physicality is why.
0: I then there, there's one more which I think possibly falls apart on the physicality role because the uh, one person did suggest Jim Parsons.
2: Yeah, yeah. it would be really difficult <laughs> to it's dissociate true. him from
1: that show that he's yeah. famous for. Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> Although he he yeah. did have, he did have a scene opposite Brent Spiner, so kind of like the Geordi thing. I did.
0: Yeah, but I think. I don't know that he'd be able to play it as anything other than that show parody Star Trek. <laughs> it would be his character from that show taking the piss out of Star Trek. rather. And than... even
2: and even if it weren't, that's how mm. it would look. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, those are our picks of data, and we'll wrap up there, because that's, I think, just shy of an hour in. Um, so we'll wrap up there for this one, and we'll be back next week with you with the other half of the cast, and the uh, sort of wildcard picks that we picked. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, When my brain engages, I'll finish that sentence. (laughs) Uh, So thank you you for listening. Uh, Jesse, if you want to plug, plug your stuff before we end.
2: Oh, that's actually one of my favorite things to do. I appreciate it. So if you would like to get more of me, you can find me on my podcast called Sudden But Inevitable. Just go to whatever podcast service you use, look up Sudden But Inevitable, or you can follow me on Twitter to get directly at me, at Sudden But, there is one T. You can follow me on Instagram, at Sudden But Inevitable Podcast. You can watch Sudden But Inevitable live Friday nights at 8 30 p.m. Mountain Time at twist at youtube.com slash twist my arm podcast, or you can just go to twistmyarmpodcast.com slash SBI to get everything all in one place. That's all of our tweets, all of our episodes, all of our live shows, all of our merchandise. And uh we have something for everyone. We like to basically crash through the gates of uh, gatekeeping. So If you like Firefly or Cowboy Bebop or Slither or Highlander or Space Westerns in general, uh, definitely go check out our show. I think you're gonna be uh, well pleased. And I would just like to take one more opportunity to say thank you to Sam and Patrick. And I'm even gonna say thank you to Dave behind the glass. Nobody goes anywhere without a producer. Just thank you so much for having me back. I, like I said, I'm huge Trekkie and to be able to talk Trek with anybody at any time is a huge privilege for me, so thank you.
0: This episode of I've Never Seen was brought to you by our lovely followers over on Patreon, including Andrew McGray, Joshua DeVries, Matthew Wolf-Simon, Paul Stockton, and Rob Birch.